Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello one and all and welcome to Behind the Glass. Welcome back to Behind the Glass if you are joining us as a regular viewer or listener. This is the podcast which aims to take you behind the scenes of the automotive and automotive social media worlds. I am your presenter, your host, Sam from the YouTube channel Seen Through Glass. This is Tony from Gravelwood Car Sales. Hello. You're going to notice today that I am ill, Tony is not. Uh, so I have the gravelly voice. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was actually the worst. That's I mean, terrible. You're not good at a fake laugh, Tony. No. You're not good at a fake laugh. Uh, anyway, you join us today, for those of you watching on youtube.com forward slash behind the glass, in Tony's new office. <gasps> Still not finished, though, is it? It's, not, it's, <laughs> it's closed. This will be a running joke that yeah, yeah, in yeah. about five years' time, we'll still be filming here and it still won't be finished. But it's nearly there. Furniture's it's nearly there. there. Today is the first time I've been back to your new showroom for maybe uh, three weeks or so. Yeah. And it has moved forward a lot. There's furniture now. Things are getting real. We're getting close. We're getting close. There's even internet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, the interesting thing, the way that the world works, we actually recorded a podcast just two days ago. Um, but because of the weekend, I'm off on a bit of a road trip. And the fact that yesterday I was in Austria with Bentley, this is the only time slot we've got to record a podcast. So we don't have a huge amount to talk about. But we'll muddle through. We'll muddle through. Yeah, we yeah, jumped yeah. on Twitter and asked a load of you to suggest some topics for us to discuss in today's podcast. So I, I hope I hope it's bearable. <laughs> I hope uh, you stick with us uh, and enjoy the various things that we're going to try and discuss. And I want to kick things off with Formula One. Okay. Because we've mentioned the fact that we're going to be talking about Formula 1 a lot in this podcast before. And today and this week, a lot of Formula 1 cars have started to be launched. So, I'm going to kick things off from the beginning. Are you ready? I'm ready. House F1, who cares? Uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Alfa Romeo Sauber. Alfa Romeo back. They've launched a car. It's got a livery. I was a little disappointed. I don't know if you've seen it, Tony. It's white with a bit of red and a massive Alfa Romeo logo. No, I haven't seen it. I, haven't mm. seen it. I guess the problem is, like, I guess traditional old Alfa Romeo race cars were red, but I guess Ferrari were like, you're not going to have a red race car. It is a Ferrari. Because they basically still run F1. Don't they? Yeah, they run the whole thing, let alone <laughs> run Alfa Romeo. Um, so, so a little disappointed at the livery of that, but they have signed the young prodigy, Charles Leclerc. Claire. Not, not Archie Hamilton. <laughs> no, <laughs> Archie still slates in that. No, I did actually watch something with Archie. And Archie was like, "Oh my god, Leclerc's so sick. Oh my god, he's amazing." <laughs> that's so that, 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 a good character. That character. is exactly how he talks. That's exactly how he talks. <laughs> um, so they got a young prodigy coming up. So I think that I'm intrigued and excited mm. by what Alfa Romeo Sauber will be, but I'm pretty sure they will be back runners of the field. Um, moving on to more slightly exciting things uh, today. There has been another team launch, and I'm totally forgetting which one it was. Mercedes? No, yeah, but we're going to get on. Don't. Okay. Tony. Sorry. Tony. Read the notes. Sorry. There were no notes there. There's no, uh, 
Oh, I've lost my train of thought. Williams launched their car. <laughs> Let's move on to the exciting stuff. God, I, I, you know what? I need a break. I keep pushing myself. I'm ill and I should rest, but I keep filming and I'm getting worse. But you've already had a break this year. What break? You've had a break, like like start of the year, like Christmas. What? Christmas holidays? Yeah. That's a break? Mate, it's February. Are you serious? No, listen to my voice. I'm dying. You're just a bit ill. Yeah. Like, you're not dying, mate. I am dying. Mate. <laughs> I'm unable to speak. That's the problem. Okay. Um, Thank anyway, God. Yeah, let's get my mind back in gear. I'm sorry about this, guys. Let me have some of your awful coffee. In my no. <laughs> He's just getting me back from the other day because he did make me a coffee Tony's like, oh, I've got a really fancy new coffee machine in the showroom. <laughs> Tastes like instant to me. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, then we're jumping on. Uh, this morning, Mercedes have launched their new car, and now I've just seen a picture of Ferrari's latest mobile. The big talking about the thing to discuss really is the freaking Halo, which is the new head protective device. I just think it looks awful. I don't. Uh, you do or you I don't? I think it looks all right. Are you mad? No. Because it reminds you of your glasses? No, it's a bit uh, offensive. A bit offensive. Um, mate, how can you like the Halo? Oh, Let me see. Look. Yeah, it looks sick. Are you mad? No, what's wrong with that? It's different. It looks like a pair of underpants over the driver's head. Yeah, but it's, it looks all right. Oh, no. And also, you know, I, I'm a bit disappointed with the Ferrari livery this year because what's been really nice over the previous years, they've been doing a, like integration of white and stuff. It's a very red car. Ferrari are red, mate. I know Ferrari are red. So, what colour would you like them to be? Well, no, but I like it when they like when they splice it up a bit. Like back in the day when I was like started getting to Formula One, they had all the Marlboro livery, so it was broken up with a bit of white. That's well, very it, it red. It's broken up. It's got shell on it. We're going to disagree about this. Uh, anyway, cars have been launched. Ferrari have got a red car. There's the halo. As they normally do. Eh? As they normally do. It's been a fascinating topic, hasn't it? Should we move on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I promise you the F1 segments will get better. There's not a lot to talk about from that the cars have been launched. Yeah, literally, we got the colours of the cars and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to car-related things. It might be a little bit more natural and comfortable for us to discuss. Somebody has asked... Oh, I should have... Oh, mate. Didn't and you're even, normally quite good at this. I'm <laughs> Unbelievable. You wouldn't think it, would you? And you normally, like, fuming when people... When you do uh, Q&As and you say... Well, you need to read out who, who sent the message. I've forgotten. I've forgotten who sent the message in. Okay, I mean, sorry. Should we start again? <laughs> <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Tony's favorite things when I look at him going, "Start again." Oh. Yeah. Um, first cars we have owned. Come on, we can do this, Tony. We're gonna we're gonna smash this. It's okay, podcast fun. day. We're recording a podcast. Let's get in the zone. Okay. First cars we owned. Tony, what was the first car that you owned? I had a gold Ford Sierra gear. I'm gonna Google that because I can you not know. What I'm Ford not sure Sierra I know is. what a Ford Sierra looks like. How old are you? I'm 28. Yeah, so you're only eight years I know, years but I would know. Me. Okay, like this? No. <laughs> <laughs> what year? A li- a li- uh, like 1974. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, like a like a C or a D reg. 1980 something. 87. 1987. I mean, mate, that is it. That's a gold Sierra right yeah, there. But it was a gear. That, it had like nice pepper pot wheels. That? But it is that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's the best thing. To see you driving around in that would have been... I think we should buy one for you, mate. No. I think it's your company whip. <laughs> that sick. That's quite cool, actually. Yeah. I'm looking at, but that's a Sierra Cosworth RS500. You know they're 100 grand now. 
Shut I up. swear to God, they're 100 grand. How much did you buy your Bogo standard gold one I for? don't know. Like... 10 pounds. Like, yeah, like yeah. 50 pounds or something. That's mad, the Cosworth. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they're considered a modern classic now, aren't they? Apparently, yeah. Apparently, what a nightmare. Um, did you like it though? Was it a good car? Was it a, was it a good first car? That's the most important well, thing. Well, I don't know, mate, so I had nothing to compare it to. No, I've but... a car. But I, I think the first cars are incredibly important because really they are the start of our journey as automotive petrol heads. And it's not about having a car that's good or expensive or whatever, but it's about the memories. And so was it a car that you have memories in or was it a bit bland and you don't really remember much about no, it? No, no, it was bland. I don't really remember much about it. I'll well, then it's what, not a good first car, mate. No, no, no. No. No, it was, it was just literally... Just I'd wheels. Put a fiver's worth of petrol in it. Amazing. Charge all my mates. We'd all <laughs> jump in it and we'd all drive around the estate. How long did you have it for? Like months. I probably crashed it. Okay. I can't remember. Do you remember what you got next? So I remember a car in my mind that that I first enjoyed, and that was a Nissan Pulsar GTR. Do you remember them? No, mate. Before my time. Seriously, mate. I wasn't born. It's 1987. I wasn't born. But it's still your. It's still half your. GTR. GTIR? Yeah, GTIR, yeah. GTIR. Yeah, yeah. Sick. Sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, look at that rear window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's incredible. So that's a two-litre turbo, 220 horsepower pocket rocket. Wow. With more turbo leg that you can care to remember. That is unreal. Is that I mean, you, you had horrific cars as your first two cars. No, no, that wasn't that wasn't my second car. Oh, that was just a car that, that you were just, just telling the story you wanted to show had, off. Had fun in. Okay, <laughs> no wonder. I mean, it does look a little bit like a sort of Domino's pizza delivery car, <laughs> like you know, like a perfect car for that. I can't get over the rear styling; it's amazing. I can't Did believe you Did you have you this grill on the bonnet? Yes, yeah, standard. That? That's standard. How they come. Wow. Japanese import. It was wow. It's like a K Ridge. This is incredible. And then I went down the Subaru Impreza route. What? What was your life? <laughs> how, how do I not know this about you? How do I not know this about you? Yeah, that's what that's, that's what happened. So, what would you say was your first like German sports car or supercar or like you know when you went from doing Subarus and Japanese imports or horrendous Ford Sierras? What was your like, you know, I guess cliche success car? I had a 2005 mm-hmm. and I thought I'd hit the jackpot. I was mm-hmm. in my early 20s. It was quite new as well. 330 BMW convertible M Sport Auto. Do you know why we're high-fiving? Did you have one? My first like success car, 330i Saloon, 2006. Was it? Yeah. Good cars, right? I love that car. I, I love mine as well. There's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, at that age, when it's like your first like proper performancey car, it's so exciting because they're like a step up in quality, power, yeah, driving yeah. experience. And as much as we both slightly poop on BMW these days, do we? Mm, no, maybe you just me. more than me. Okay, but, me more but, than you. But yeah, I, I don't love them like I used to. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I think. It, uh, but no matter what, as a driver. It's a great, like, first driving car. You yeah. do feel like you're in something a little bit more than your Absolutely. Sierras or yeah, your, yeah. I don't even know what that's called, Pulsar G- Gitter. Gitter? G-C-I-R. Gitter. What is wrong with you today? <laughs> Mate, I'm so out of it. This is a Neurofen. I think I've OD'd on Neurofen. <laughs> uh, or Lemsit Max, all those sachets have gone to my head. Um, okay, so yeah, okay, well, my first car was a VW Golf Mark IV 1.4. 
Oh, I had one of them. I had a GTI. Oh, I forgot about you that. You had a GTI? Oh, and I could just remember Mate. another one. Do you know what other car I had? I, can't, I, just, I can't believe it. you had it. too many cars is the problem. No, no, no. I had a Renault 5 Turbo, <gasps> which I loved. I no. forgot about that car. No, no, no. And it was like 180 horsepower. So I used to turn the turbo boost up in the wow. car. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But did you have that like when it was new? No, it was okay. like, it was used. It was like a H-Reg, but... I spent a load of money on it. I forgot about that wow. car. Wow. And that was like fast. That's fast, a legit fast. car. Those are now true clan. Like people yeah, go yeah, nuts yeah. for those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Look really cool. So I had one of them as well. Okay, no need to show off. Um, but yeah, Mark IV Golf, you had the GTI, which infuriated me because this was my first car. It was a it was a sort of, you know, local independent car dealer special. I took it straight to Halfords. I replaced all of the... Uh, I took it straight, yeah, straight to, to Halfords. All the air conditioning vents I replaced with chrome vents. Oh. I bought some chrome strip that was just like strip and I put it on the bonnet grill to make like chrome grills and I put some aftermarket wheels on it. They were so cheap that I went over a pothole and the wheels cracked. Of course. So that was amazing. Uh, it was a real special, but I loved it. It was my first car. The second week after I passed my test and bought the car, I bought the car, what? My parents bought the car. Um, it was, uh, I took it straight up to Scotland, Edinburgh, road trip in Edinburgh with my best mate, C. McFly. McFly! <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? And Two kids in a car that was bought by one of their parents driving up to Edinburgh to watch McFly. We were a walking cliche of public school twats. And Mark IV, was that? The sort of boxy one. I, I, no, for no, me, no, I remember. Yeah, you remember? So Mark III was a bad golf, weren't it? I think people thought Mark IV was a bit of a dodgy golf. I mean, it was the R32 of that I think people loved. Yeah. But it was still getting quite boxy. Mark V was when they went really chunky. That mm. was the one that got a lot of disrespect. Yeah, yeah. But this I thought was a brilliant car. It shook when you got to sort of 90 miles an hour uh, <laughs> on a closed road. Uh, <laughs> but, but it was just amazing and I loved it. And the one that killed me, there was a diesel 1.9, I think. There was, yeah. A few of my friends had the diesel 1.9s and I was like, oh my God, you got like a big Alita. What? It was crazy. Bro. <laughs> what um, did you have like a 1.6 CL or oh something? no 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 I said the 1.4 but um, <laughs> uh, I, that was still legit like to me that was big time baller the jackpot. big time baller yeah. I think it was I think it was two and a half grand I think I think it was two and a half grand I, I, I mean and at that time that was so much money in my yeah, mind yeah. and my parents were like well look we'll get you your first car and I was like you're giving me two and a half. <laughs> I mean, you might as well give me a house. Yeah, like, this so is much good. Um, and then, uh, yeah, anyway, I don't know what happened to my life. But anyway, that was brilliant. So yeah, Marvel Golf. And I really went from the Golf to the BMW 330i because I inherited some cash. And it was supposed to be like... I his... never knew this. Did you not know this? No, you never told so me. So my grandpa, who was one of the best people in the entire world, my mum's dad, he was hilarious. He was amazing. When he sadly passed away, he left the four grandkids... 10 grand each perfect like freaking inheritance hello walla 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 <laughs> I'm, sitting, I'm sitting there watching my sweet 16 when they're like so like when I was four I inherited like 35 mil <laughs> my mum's my sitting there going um, grandpa's left you some money I'm like yeah 10 grand I was still a ton of cash <laughs> no one's ever left me 10 well, grand. I know it wasn't the 15 mil I thought so she was like you know <laughs> put this into a savings account you know buy some stocks and shares like this was all the advice he'd like left a note saying here's some money for the kids to invest be sensible I invested it in a 60,000 mile 2006 BMW 330i the brake failure petrol leak uh, it was in the workshop every two weeks greatest investment of 10,000 pounds I've ever done in my entire life and, and how much did you get for it when you sold it? about seven six six seven so you had a lovely time I had for, a lovely time a very grand. expensive time 
Yeah, they were. It cost me about well. two grand a month. I know yours had a fuel leak. I had a fuel leak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leak. So, so those were from it was a brilliant car moment to an awful car moment, and, and just really being reckless with money because when you're 19, someone gives you 10 grand and you're into cars. Yeah, yeah, you hit the jackpot. Yeah, if yeah. only I'd put that into Bitcoin, then you know. Anyway, life. was it around then? Bitcoin? Uh, no, no. How old was I? 19. How many? You've ten got, years ago. Ten years ago. Maybe you've, you've got Bitcoin now, haven't you? I have got Bitcoin now. You oh. want to know how much Bitcoin I've got? Go on. Fifty pounds. What did you put in? Two hundred or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know I did well. We talked about this before as well. Like I think it's such a joke, Bitcoin. Yes. But, but um, over the summer, everyone was talking about it. This is before it got real hype. So a lot of my friends were talking about it, and I was like, "Screw it! I'll put in two hundred quid." So I put in two hundred quid just before the explosion. Went up to like. 600 I was like I'm getting out of this so I took 400 out left 200 still in and I was like ah oh, it's just crap I'll take it all out and I just left 50 quid in and it's just like rotting it's yeah, rotting it's, not, it's, it's oh, not having a good time it's minute. hell please do not invest into bloody Bitcoin, Bitcoin. and Ethereum and, no no no, no. Oh, man, I don't understand amount of people I go to go oh no I, yeah no I play the field it's a disaster yeah okay whatever um, anyway we've touched on that now first cars um, that we owned I think quite interesting we learned, we learned a bit about each this is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's insightful. Weird. Uh, <laughs> um, so, funny enough, I want to go from that, which is probably the, the lower end of the car spectrum, to the top end and touch on car flipping because somebody else... On Twitter, who I've uh, awkwardly forgotten, uh, suggests that we discuss car flipping in the week that the Ferrari 48 Pista and the new 911 GT3 RS have been confirmed. Now, we're not going to talk about those cars now. We're going to save it for Geneva because we will be doing a Geneva special. That we've got that, to talk an hour for. Yeah, yeah, we've got to talk an hour for. Yeah. And it seems a shame now to get into things when we haven't even seen the cars in the yeah, flesh. Yeah, but yeah. both of us are going to Geneva. We'll get a chance to get up close and look at them and then we will discuss. 
But the reason that I think it's appropriate to look at those cars and talk about car flipping is maybe not the 488, but the, probably the RS falls into a category nowadays where people are buying cars with the sole purpose of selling them potentially even before they've been built or as soon as they take delivery. So I don't mean about someone who's going to take the car, use it for six months, put 3,000 miles in it and That's then sell it. That's not car flipping. That's not car no, flipping no, in no. my mind. You, no, it's not in mine either. You're using the car. You, you know, like, it. look at any of these cars. They don't get a lot of mileage. So no. if you're putting two or 3,000 miles on it in six months, you're doing well You've used in, it. in yeah, these yeah. days. Uh, I'm talking about people delivery mileage or people who have slots for, i.e. the McLaren Senna or the Aston Martin Valkyrie and are looking for... 200 300 grand over list for their slot yeah that is in my mind car flipping yeah yeah now the question was do you think there's anything that the manufacturers can do to eradicate this well i think i think they are especially porsche and especially Ferrari. porsche please explain yeah, yeah. while i drink your disgusting coffee so <laughs> so they you're vetted now as a person um I can't go too deep into it because I'm, I'm not supposed to know what oh, I know. Oh, sorry. okay, okay. Well, this is a little bit... Top line, because I've got some other yeah, evidence. Yeah, yeah, but for sure. Go but top line. Yeah, you, you're vetted to make sure that you're not... That's not historically what you do. So you need to have a relationship with them, bought cars of them before. You can't just walk in and say, can I have a GT2 RS or a GT3 or whatever. Even though you can try. You can try, you can <laughs> yeah, try yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. But normally you have to have a history with them um, and they need to know about you as a person. But there's other, there's other elements that they do check behind the scenes I can't say but they make sure well I think so I think the things that were interesting that has come to light recently as well is that over in the US Ford are currently suing WWE wrestler John Cena for flipping his Ford GT no they can't do that so have you seen this story though no 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 but so John Cena got an allocated slot took delivery decided to sell it and in the contract or in the agreement or whatever you cannot sell this car within, I think it was six months. I probably, again, should have read up before we started talking about this. But there was a clause saying that he couldn't sell the car in a certain amount of time. And he's broken that clause and they are trying to sell him, sue him. And he is fighting back. Uh, for sure. Because I think the issue that the manufacturers have got is that it creates a negative environment around their cars uh, and the market. It, 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 it's, it's, it's not what they're about or at least I don't think it's what some of them are about and I, I think the other witness, uh, evidence of this is Porsche actually basically just making the cars that the customers want rather than doing these super limited production runs because that's where the car flipping tends to happen when a manufacturer comes out and says I'm making 200 of these cars or I'm making 500 of these cars that's when the car flipping goes crazy Porsche on the other hand came along and said okay well everyone went mental for the 911R let's just make a manual GT3 and all the 911Rs went well, I paid 500 grand for one now on the used market. What have you just done? Absolutely. But that was, that was partly Porsche. They'd never admit it. That was partly Porsche putting two fingers up at yeah. the people that have paid half a million quid for a 911. Well, that's exactly it. Because, yeah. you know, it, 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 it was, it's sort of market control in a weird way. And I do think that's the other way that they can try and combat this. Uh, is, of course, yes, vetting who's buying the cars and things like that. But it's going to be very hard to avoid. However, if you basically... Like with Porsche, Porsche are basically a very good example. Instead of saying we're going to buy, we're going to build 400 GT2 RSs, just call it a limited run. That's exactly what they do. So they don't put a number they on They don't it. put a number no on No one it. knows. No one knows. No, no. So it's harder to be a car flipper. There's obviously a value in the car because it's a limited run and it's a fantastic car and therefore fetch over list. But I do think it helps to 
not make the craziness happen personally yeah. yeah but don't you think that 500 or 550 grand is crazy for a gc2rs i think it's mental i think 150 grand is mental for f355 but it's a different discussion like, yeah, yeah. The, the thing is i don't in a roundabout way i know i haven't really just been saying this but i actually don't think you can erase car flipping do you know why because people are too rich and rich people will pay whatever they want to get what they want yeah, that's exactly it. That's and there's exactly always it. there's always someone that will, and especially when you get to that level, like unless you're multi 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 millionaire that really doesn't not going to lose, not going to worry about losing two hundred and fifty grand. If you've got a GT two RS and someone's off offering you double what you paid for mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. we're talking about a quarter of a million quid. Even if you're a millionaire, that's a chunk of money. Yeah, that's a chunk yeah, of money yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's profit. And anyone who's made a million quid or- Tax-free, uh, by the way. Tax-free profit in the yeah, UK. Yeah, yeah. And anyone who's who's rich enough in that sense, whether they're a millionaire, they know about making money and they're not going to turn down an opportunity like that. Mm. F12 TDFs are being sold for 900,000 euros because someone out there is paying 900,000 euros to double buy an F12 their, TDF. Double their value. So- I don't think you can erase car flipping, basically. Mm -hmm. It's the way of the world. And I know in America, dealers actually hike up prices. Like it's, yeah, it's yeah. from the dealer, let alone here where it's in private individuals trying yep. to do it. Um, so yeah, it, it, muddy waters. But, but yeah, I think car flipping can't be erased. It's going to keep happening. And it's an unfortunate situation because it makes a lot of these amazing cars unaffordable from the minute they come out. Performante, who knows what's going to happen with future values. But that's a prime example of a car that, you know, may never be affordable. Speciale may never be affordable to me. You know, well, and Speciale will never go down now unless we have a massive market crash. That that's that's where they are, mate. Just gone. No, Just gone. Three hundred odd grand. List of two hundred and fifty, sixty, which still a ton of money. But now three hundred plus. You know, they're they're going up. It, like, yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. It, it does make some incredible cars. Unaffordable forever, yeah. um, which I think is the is the negative. Unless time. you can get them list, unless you can get them list. Yeah, um, that's always the challenge. Yeah. Um, anyway, moving on uh, in our very uncohesive. You know, we're usually really good, aren't we? Because we kind of flow between topics. But you're not, not well. It's not fine. happening today. Yeah. They, they they won't mind one week, mate. I hope so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and talk about the potential for an STG company car. Yeah, you need one. So I'm telling you this. So basically, Tony and I have been talking uh, on WhatsApp over the last few weeks. Uh, I have nearly reached, well, I will have reached 10,000 miles in the Cayman by the end of next week because post my road trip to Barcelona, it'll be at 10K. It's quite a lot. Six um, months? Yeah, I bought the car in November. Okay, so November, months. December, Yeah, five months, 10,000 miles. I obviously picked it up with three and a half because it was an ex-demo. Um, but, but it's still a chunky amount of miles. And I am not sitting here going, I want to get rid of it. I still love it. It's brilliant. But I'm just aware that if I carry on at that rate, when I do look to sell it, which will probably be towards the end of the year, I'm going to be... You don't want it with 20,000 miles. I don't want it with 20,000. I think no, I'm going to no. be in trouble with 20,000 miles. But also, <laughs> this is a... This is a uh, here so, we go. No, no, the, basically, when someone says to me now, what cars do you own? I really cringe saying a Ferrari and a Porsche. Do you? I really cringe. Like, I just want to, like, I loved having the Abarth because I could not mention the McLaren and just say, I got a Fiat 500. <laughs> Is that what you <laughs> Yeah, said? I used to always say. And when I had the F-Type, I'd be like, oh, I have a Jaguar. Like, like because I just think it sounds like, a, you sound like a knob when you're somewhere and you go, oh yeah, I got a Ferrari and a Porsche. Do you know what I, do you know <laughs> 
handle Lamborghini. Do you know what I say when people ask me? Go on. I'll just reel them off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm way too British. Like, I'm way too British. Yeah. And I, I just cringe. And, and also, there are sometimes when I want to turn up to certain events or things, and I don't really want to turn up in a Cayman. Like, as much as I love it, it's a weird, it's a self-confidence thing. You don't want to turn up because you think it's too good or not? I think it's not. flashy. I think it's flashy. What is in bright green? Yeah, that's what I mean though. Like it's just a bit it's just a bit like here I am, STG number plate, green Porsche. Oi oi, YouTuber. Well that's what you are, man. I know. <laughs> but I'm well, embarrassed by it. Well change your career then. No, no, I, I don't want to change my I love what I do. But, so but that's it then. What no, okay. Stop trying to be philosophical, Yoda. <laughs> what I'm saying is I would like a stealth car. A very underground, very just, you know, inauspicious. Golf GTI and that Golf R. Uh, GTI Audi now. SQ5. Oh. Too expensive. Uh, McCann GTS. McCann, uh, still too flashy. But uh, base or Ford Ranger Raptor, something which people don't bat their eyes at. It just slinks around. No one cares. No one's going to look. A completely random number plate. Not in a flashy color. Just a very good day in day out car that I can put miles on and use as a this is a company car. I don't want an M4. I want a 140i. Do you know what I mean? Like super chilled. What about an Amarok pickup truck? No. <laughs> but you can get 100% back on your tax. No, I'd get a Defender pickup or a Ford Ranger Raptor. A Defender Raptor. pickup? Yeah, sick. Ford Ranger Raptor. I don't want an Amarok. You're trying to sell me your truck, aren't you? No, <laughs> I've got another year left. Well, I, also, I don't really think I want a pickup truck. I have thought about it before because I thought about putting a tripod at the back and using it as a camera car. But I think like there's like a little hatch or... I, I It's a weird one because... It's a sort of slightly mute point. I haven't got a lot of money. And uh, and it's just me being... Um, uh, it's a self-confidence thing about having a Ferrari and a Porsche. But I just would like a sort of stealth car, like a hidden car. S1. D-badged. No. D-badged. No, no. Audi S1. No. Yeah. You need... You you do need to look at a Golf GTR or a Golf R because you know Golf what? R would be cool. They're classless. Yeah, Every, well, that's what I mean though. Everyone like, accepts a Golf. That's what I want. Yeah. Something that just people don't even think about. It's wicked. I'm going to have fun driving it and I can put tons of miles on it, but it doesn't grab attention. The Porsche is brilliant, but it just, everywhere I go, people stare at it because it's green. What about an FF? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> It's a weird one. I'm not convinced I'm going to do it, but I have thought about it for a while. And weirdly speaking to my accountant, he said, you know, of course, have you thought about having a company car? Yeah. Because obviously my cars are assets, but but like an actual legit company car, like it's a business lease or something. Yeah, absolutely. Because you, know, you can get some pretty amazing deals and then just put a huge STG logo on it and have it as like a company car. Or nothing. Or just no leave it. Just leave it as it is, mate. Just keep my two cars right now. No, no, no. What? D don't. Put a stick on it. No. Yeah. Just leave it as it is. Yeah. Question is, what would I get? Maybe there's a series in that. Finding the STG company car. Maybe there is. Could look into that. Hashtag we? YouTube. Hashtag YouTube. Hashtag yeah. seen through glass, main channel. Check it out now. <laughs> I haven't uh, been on that channel for a while. No, no, I. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a weird one. I'd be super interested to see what people have as company cars. I know a lot of people out there who have Insignias. things. Insignias, yeah. No, do you know what they have? Go on. Free series diesel. Yeah, you know, but they, they, <laughs> but but what? Because when I did the A7 drive, a lot of people said that these are business cars. Like people have them as bit company cars. Um, so I want to know if people have got secret things that like what? Who? Someone came down here in a Lexus the other day, didn't they? Or yeah, Infinity yeah. Or something. Like things like that that maybe people have just 
ended up having as a company car and actually really enjoyed. Uh, like uh, XE Jags. XE Jag. Like how cool that? Or an E-Pace. An e <laughs> <laughs> But do you know what I mean? Like I just want to look at the possibility of just a very incognito car that my girlfriend can use as well, that can sit around, no one's going to bat an eyelid, I can creep around it, I can just, you know, just an undercover company car. A couple of hundred pound a month. Bash miles on, a couple hundred quid, like yeah, yeah. really not big money. No, 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 like, no. I'm talking about really like just a cheap, affordable thing. I'm not convinced I'm actually going to do it, but I'm, I want to look into the possibility. No, I think you of it. should. Honestly. You think I should? Yeah, because you just kick your miles off your, off your special um, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's lots of um, not special miles that you do. You do lots of travelling up and down the country. Yeah, yeah just bashing motorway just miles. Just bashing motorway miles. Yeah, but the other option I have is to is to do an Archie Hamilton and badger some companies to try and get a press car, a long term, like a three month loan of a press car. That's cheap because <laughs> it's free. Because <laughs> it's free. Yeah, that's not that's a great. Why I'm street. I love anything with the word free. Love a free. Yeah, I anything free. I'm so that free. and YouTube goes yeah. hand in hand. So yeah, so basically the reason I want to talk about this is I want your suggestions. I want to hear from you guys what you think a potential company car could be or if I could go around and try and find a press car that is a sensible, usable and economical car. Like a long-term loan. A long-term loan, but yeah, th yeah. that's fun because you know, like the XC, we've talked about it before, it's a great chassis. So it's fun to drive, like the diesel Julia. It yeah. still feels great to drive. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, make your suggestions. Comment below. Let me know your thoughts. Um, should we get an STG company car? Good question. You should. Okay, okay. I think you should. Stop saying that. Stop spending my money for me. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm actually going to round things up there because it's it's been a short podcast because I'm ill and just not very good at what I'm doing today. <laughs> we haven't really got lots week. to talk about. And we haven't really got much to talk about, but, but I, I didn't want to let an episode slip and some of you guys did submit... Um, some good things for us to talk about. I don't think we talked about them particularly well, but we did learn that Tony had some horrendous cars at the beginning of Can his you? car life. No, it's great cars. When? Um, Halford Special. <laughs> um, so uh, do not fear. We will be back uh, on form uh, in future episodes. This, uh, I think, will mark down as a blip. Maybe I'll call it the worst podcast we've made to date. <laughs> that could be the, if that is the title, then yeah, we've spoken the truth. Yeah. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it anyway. Um, just so that you know, I have now submitted an application uh, to get this podcast onto Spotify. So hopefully that will come through in the next few days. I will let you know. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, etc. And I will be sure to let everyone know when this is going live on Spotify. Also, I do believe that we're now on Android. Oh, what was that app called? Again. I mean, I'm useless today, mate. Well, you are I, normally I, a bit I, more organised. Mate, this. normally. I've really What's gone, wrong with I've you? gone all Archie Hamilton today. Mate. Archie <laughs> It might not seem it. I'm really sick. Are you? Like, really... Lack of sleep and ill. I'm just, I'm just being a positive force on camera. So you're good at making things up. Yep. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I hope you have enjoyed this. Uh, make sure you're following us uh, here on YouTube if you're watching us. Hit that subscribe button behind the glass. Turn on your notifications. Make sure you know when we're doing new episodes. And you can still follow us on SoundCloud and iTunes, and hopefully soon on Spotify and other sources. Tony, would you like to say goodbye to the lovely people? Goodbye, gentlemen and ladies. Goodbye, everybody. Oh, um, bye. Thank you. 
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.